What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Dolphins in Debt Podcast. I'm Daniel Yafusi. That is David Neal. David Neal. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in. A quick reminder, make sure to subscribe to the Miami Hero YouTube page. Like, share, comment, drop some questions, drop some comments, all that good stuff. Woo! That was a game <laughs> on Sunday. We were treated to a game on Sunday. 21-point fourth-quarter deficit. Uh, that's no problem for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, they won in thrilling fashion in Baltimore at MT Bank Stadium, 42-38 over the Ravens. Uh, Tua Vailoa channeling his inner Dan Marino, career-high 469 passing yards, six TDs, a game-winning touchdown pass for 14 seconds left. Man, he was doing it all um, as the Dolphins make history. That's, they tied the second-largest uh, comeback in franchise history. They were the first team in 12 years to come back and win a game after trailing by 21 points in the fourth quarter. The last 711 teams were unable to do that, but the Miami Dolphins did that, and they move on to 2-0 ahead of uh, what I have to say is maybe the biggest game of the week in week three, a home matchup against the Buffalo Bills. Um, we're going to get into all facets, areas, parts of uh, this week to win over the Ravens and then preview um preview this upcoming game against Buffalo, but, but, but David, we got to start, we got to start with Tua. I mean, he had, he had a performance for the ages. Uh, I think, I think the stat was only seven players before, uh, before Sunday had like a stat line of like 450 and six touchdowns or something like that. And Tua became the eighth, um, you know, he said just countless records, you know, he tied Bob Greasy and Dan Marino for the most passing touchdowns in a game by a Dolphins quarterback, uh, in the fourth quarter, man, he, he was a heater, 13 to 17, 199 yards, four touchdowns. Um, and really what I think we can all agree is with the biggest moment, the best moment, the shining moment of his young career just in his third year. And, man, everyone is on the tour bandwagon this week, man. On Monday, everyone was singing his praises, deservedly so. They're talking about he's next up in terms of the AFC young quarterbacks. <laughs> we got to start there. We got to start there. Um I, 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 overreaction Monday, man. Let's, you know, no, they, Tua did a very good job in the fourth quarter. He did a tremendous job. I mean, look, you rack up that many yards. Uh, he, I think he more than the, so than the touchdown, the, the, the two big touchdowns to Hill, which we, we can get into. I was wondering if the Ravens had Tua in their, on their fantasy team. Um, the Ravens DBs did. Um, more so, I thought the the, the game winning touchdown to yeah, uh, to Waddle was, Waddle was a you know that was a tremendous tremendous Put play it where only his guy could get it right. You're and you're keeping the play alive, keeping your eyes downfield. Same thing with uh, the touchdown pass to Gasicki. Oof, that was his best pass of the game. I mean, that literally, a, when you talk about putting it where only your guy could get it, it yeah. right? That was a tremendous pass and tremendous catch by Yasiki and he had to follow it with uh one one of the all-time worst touchdown celebrations I've ever seen. I I mean I am no I am certainly no Michael Jackson on the dance floor. They said he looked like he was skiing. He was trying to hit the gritty. They said he was skiing. He, he looked he, got, <laughs> he looked like he has issues. Um I, I I just I I don't know what he was doing. Um but no that was I thought that was a really great, great play. The, the, uh, and then you saw, I thought Waddle, obviously with his catch and runs and his, 
the deep ends that he that two was able to hit him on showed you know he kind of showed, saw why okay this is why they took this guy yeah. where they did last year um the touchdowns were the i mean the, the two big ones that tied the game were sorry yeah i i've I, there's I, I don't know when the crack ep- epidemic hit the baltimore sideline again uh, they came a blitz off one side and left somebody on an island with Tyreek Hill on the other side. And the safety, uh, the rookie safety's back there go, kind of going, do I go over here or do I give my guy help with Tyreek Hill? Son, <laughs> that's not a question. <laughs> that That's, you know, you suppose, you know, I guess he knows the answer to that now. And then the second touchdown, the, 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 the quarterback doesn't even – he squares up. He doesn't even like start to run with Hill. He just passes him off. Like he thinks he's like in some type of Tampa two or something like that. And you saw after the play, the three Ravens defensive backs, you know, are doing the three blind mice look at each other. You're like going, yeah, I had you, had you supposed to be over here. You got that. So all two I had to do is really, that was, that was pitch and catch. That was training. Yeah. Those two passes. But some of those tight window throws, like the one to Gusecki and right. yeah, like I mean, there were there were some very, very impressive. There, throws. Those were there were some really good throws. And uh, you know, again, they don't lose don't lose heart. The the defense, obviously, defense gave up a lot of points, they gave up a lot of yards. But you know, you hang in, you make the goal, you make the goal line stand. Um I disagreed with the Ravens going for it on the third and short at the goal line. I, I'm of the philosophy. Until they completely stop you from scoring, never let them think they can stop you from scoring. Take the field goal, take the two-score lead. You know, yeah, you want the touchdown, but just take your, take your two-score lead and go back to the sidelines and, you know, get more next time. But, you know, the Dolphins hung in there on that on that sequence. And, yeah, they got a fumble, you know, fumbled snap. And they got a break there, jumped on that, able to turn the game around at that point, the first of many you know, momentum shifts and the fourth down stop. Uh, again, I think they should punt it at that point. Time is your time and distance of your friends, but they went for it and it was a third. It wasn't, that wasn't that long. And the Dolphins defense it made a big time getting run over all day, came up, made the stop, made a big stop. And, you know, that's what, you know, that's what you need to make comebacks like this is that, you know, you don't have to do every single little thing, right. But you need big plays at the right times. And that's what they got out of their defense. Now, you know, I think when you make when, – whenever there's a comeback like that, there's usually, you know, greatness, you know, everything coming up, you know, everybody on the – most of the people on one side of the ball doing a whole lot of things well. A lot of people on the other side of the ball, you know. Kind of messing up and, kind, and yeah, giving, of, you some, kind of, giving you some, some breaks. Yeah, right. And so – but that's what happens. That's what happened in sports. That's what happened in the take NFL every week. That's what happened in the NFL a lot this this past week. Yeah, I mean, a lot of comebacks. Yeah, yeah, it's the Browns. The, the the Browns forgot to cover somebody like downfield, and you know, Joe Flacco reached back into you know 2012 and hit him for a touchdown. Um, so no, I, I it was it was a tremendous game by the Dolphins. You know, again, overreaction Monday, slow it down. I don't. I think it was a great win. I don't think it says they're a great team. I think it says they are an explosive offense that like they want to be. Let's see, let's 
wait a few weeks before we think, before we say this is a consistently explosive offense and a consistently productive offense because they've had one week where they did it, it just enough to win and one week where they, you know, ran up, went up and down the field even when they weren't scoring and put up a lot of points and basically outscored the opposition. So let's let's wait until we have a bit better sample size here before we start really looking at judgments. But they're 2-0, and oh, and I doubt – That's all that matters. Was, right, right. They're 2-0, and oh, and I doubt many of us had them at 2-0 and oh going into this game against Buffalo. Well, well – oh, Okay, I okay. That, right. I, said, I, did, I did pick them to win. You know, you did, I did, I did make right, a little right. alteration to my right, game-by-game right. game predictions. You did, and, you did pick them to win. So, and, but, uh, but, but was, neither was one I, of us had that game, that kind of game. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say, was I surprised by that? I think we were all shocked by that. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Now, when I, when I, when I entered the season, like talking about, I mean, I've been saying for months, like since they got Tyree kill and started to put these pieces of this offense together, I've been saying like, this is going to be a hard out every single week. Like they're not just going to get run over by teams. It looked like that in the first half and the first three quarters of this game. Um, right. and, and really the first three quarters, we saw like what this team can look like if nothing is clicking. Like that was like an F performance. And then the fourth quarter was like their A performance where everything was going right. And that's when we saw like the real potential of this team on in all phases of the game. In regards to Tua, like, again, like I've been saying, like I think Tua is going to put up like, big numbers this year this big like in a that i think he's going to put up numbers this big i, I mean i'm not going i didn't foresee this but i mean when you put tyree kill and Jaden wall together in this scheme i mean there's a lot of explosiveness you know you know ready to be to be unleashed and, and we saw that um and yeah go ahead and mostert also uh, yeah, even most yeah. the second when they came out in the second half you know they ripped off Three big runs. Yeah, they they made right, right. They remained patient. They kept on doing what they do. They didn't right. overreact for, for real. Yeah, and that's when you really when when that starts happening, that I'm sure made them feel like, hey, wait a minute, hold on here. We, we still got we still I mean, got they, stuff going. They on. moved the ball the entire game. I mean, right. truth be told, like if Tua doesn't throw two really bad uh, first half interceptions, I mean, he probably puts 500 on them. Like. For, I mean, I'm being honest. Like they move the ball well every almost every single drive. It's just those two first half interceptions, and then the defense wasn't able to make the stops. Now, when we talk about you know specifically for Tua, like I think this has the potential to be like a defining moment, can kind of be the springboard moment for him. Like I remember when I covered Lamar Jackson and the Ravens in 2019. Um, when they unveiled this new offense, you know, built around Lamar's skill set. And everyone in South Florida remembers when he threw, you know, uh, five touchdown passes, 59 to 10 in Miami, and he just he just went off. And it was almost like that type of performance where it's like, whoa, where did this come from? And then you're like, wait, this might be able to work. Now, again, um, a lot of people were saying, oh, it's the Dolphins, it's a fluke. And they had, at that time, and he had to – follow it up with some like more perform a couple more performances where people were like, oh, this is legit. This is gonna work. And that's how I feel. Like I I, I keep on saying it. I think this team is gonna be a 10 to win, 11 win team. They're gonna be right in the thick of the playoff race. Um but but it's like I, I'm not one of those guys like I'm trying to be a naysayer and be like, oh ah show me again, show me again. But it's like I, I want to see it against the build. I want to see it against the best team. I want to see you able to like it you can do this once and again. This was a special, special performance that you don't usually see. But 
I want to see the consistency. I mean, that, that's the one thing about Tua where I think everyone can 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 admit we haven't seen the consistency. We've seen even last year when he came back from the broken ribs, he threw career high numbers against the Falcons, against the Jaguars, against different teams. But it's like, can you maintain that consistency? And again, he's leading he's leading the league in, in, in passing yards. He's tied for first in touchdowns. It's great, and that's great for him because he's been through a lot in his first two two plus years in the NFL. But in terms of kind of like chronic him, I feel like I feel like anointing him after one game is almost just as bad as yeah. as, um, as it's just as bad as trashing him after you know one or two bad games that he's had before. So I just right. want to see the consistency. But it was a great yeah. moment for him. Like I said, it's it's a it's a small sample size, and it is it is one great it is one tremendous great great performance, and you know the the list of quarterbacks who have done statistically what he's done and it's most is, is it's short and, and there's a lot of names that are going to have gold jackets if they don't have an or, or they don't have them already so i mean that's impressive okay but it's you know we're at a time where there are a lot of talented quarterbacks and if you you know if you give these quarterbacks time and you know you don't, and their receivers make make plays. Uh, boy, you you, you, can get, you get torched. You yeah. can get torched for a good 300, 400 yards, and um, you know. So, like you said, let's see it. I, I want to see. It's it's simple. You see it week to week. No, no, you don't have to see 450 yards every week. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Nobody nobody's but, expecting but, that from Tua every no. single week. But, but we just but, want to let's, see the But you know, let's see over the course of several weeks. Let's see, of course, several weeks, you know, 270, 300, 300, 350, you know, 350, or, you know, let's see those performances that let's see game winning performances. Yeah. Week in, week out, be the end where he is the reason that why they who, win, why they win yeah. or, or you know, at least, and if they lose, he's not the reason they lose. Exactly. I think you know? I think that's one thing where, like, you look at the the fourteen and eight record, or I guess it's fifteen and eight now. And people have said, well, how many of those wins were just kind of propped up by the defense and and whatever? And it's like, well, this was a game where the defense gave up thirty eight points. He literally had to be absolutely perfect in the second half, and he and he was. I mean, he was absolutely perfect in the second half. Yeah. So this is like one. This is like the first time in a while where you can say. Everything wasn't perfect around Tua, but he rose and he he dragged that team and he lifted that team to a win. Um, so it was a great moment for him. Um, There's a lot of buzz in South Florida. There's a lot of buzz oh, around this game. And oh, yeah. I mean, people are talking about this team being a legit AFC contender. I mean, being one of the top teams in the AFC. Um, I'm not ready to go there yet because, again, just with just like with Tua, I want to see the consistency from the team. I mean, um, we can we can look at the record and say it's two and no, but I mean, all wins aren't created equal. I mean, I don't think that this is a performance that the defense is, you know, clapping and, you know, really happy about. I mean, when you give up 38 points, I mean, that, that's never good. And you, you know, follow up that performance with the matchup with uh, Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, they're going to have to be a lot better. I mean, the, those cover zero looks, those blitz looks that, that frustrated Lamar Jackson. I mean, he he wasn't sacked. I mean, he was rarely touched, and he really was able to to move the ball with ease. Um, I think outside of the seventy nine yard run, um, the run game was fine. But in terms of the secondary and the pass rush, I mean, the pass rush has been kind of non existent. Um, 
So I have some, I don't want to say concerns, but I have some questions about the defense. Um, we saw them play really well in week one against an offense that's not really explosive, against an offense that's more explosive in week two, and really against the offense that we didn't expect to be able to test the Dolphins through the air. I mean, that's what we said last week. That's what the, the narrative was that, oh, well, week two, Ravens aren't going to really be throwing the ball around. I mean, they were able to move the ball through the air at ease. And, um, and more consistently, so, they, did on, they did on the ground, actually. Exactly. They, so they I had, have some you concerns. Know, obviously, you had the big, the big run. with Lamar had some big runs. But as far as consistently moving the ball on the ground, uh, possession to possession, they really didn't. And in fact, and which – actually really hurt that hurt them in the fourth quarter because they were they weren't able to, to, to close look, it look down that yep. and say okay fine we're gonna now we're gonna put together some five six minute drive suck time off the clock kick a field goal at the end of it you know make your make your comeback harder and more impossible and, um you know no they could they couldn't do that they and when they tried to you know when they tried to do it they were when they did run the ball in those situations you know after the Lamar's big run you know, they were short gains, one, two, short loss, you know, losses. Um, they didn't get it done. And they did get it done generally through the air. Uh, but, I mean, <laughs> the run and shoot offense never could run out of game either. So, um, but no, no, it's, it's it, yeah, they, interesting game, interesting win, fun win, great win, exciting win. And it's, it, uh, it really got, People excited to the point where um, one of our coworkers is looking for uh, Dolphins Bills tickets for her boyfriend for her for uh, his birthday, and she was looking Sunday during the game, and she said they were one price at one moment, and suddenly that yeah, they, you know, every they fourth quarter happened, <laughs> and suddenly she was you know she was priced out of the market. <laughs> yeah, Hard, Hard Rock. It's, I don't think it's going. There might not be an empty seat at Hard Rock on Sunday. So I, I, I doubt. Yeah, I doubt this. This this should be a rock. This this game should be rocking, and um, that place should be rocking. And uh, you know, there's going to be a you know compliment of Bills fans. There always are, yeah. And uh, in South Florida, and you said then, but then you got to have you know the Dolphins fans going going crazy. This is this is the this is the chance for the Dolphins to say, hey, you know, we are now the Alpha Dogs in the AFC East. You know, not you. You're you know not you. Not you want to be, you know, throwback Buffalo Bills. It's, it's now it's the Dolphins time. And uh, so, yeah, this is very exciting for the fans. I think it's, and, um, you know, it's going to be, a tr- I think it's going to be tremendous energy in the place. Um, yeah, it's going to be, going to be fun. Like the old, like the old, but back when both teams were really good and relevant. Yeah. Uh, long time ago, but. But it was fun back then too. It was, those games were fun. And uh, so, yeah. This is going to be cool. This is going to be cool. Not most definitely. Uh, we're going to take a short break, but when we do, uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about that matchup. Two 2-0 two teams, divisional matchup, uh, statement game, statement game. Uh, stay locked with us, and we're going to talk about that more. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. 
On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's going on, everybody? Still here on the Dolphins in that podcast with David Neal talking all things Miami Dolphins and. Uh, David alluded to it on the other half uh, of the podcast. The Buffalo Bills, 2-0, the Super Bowl favorites are coming into Miami Gardens for an early season. Do we say heavyweight battle bout? I, I don't know, but it's a, it's a, it's a litmus test for the young <laughs> Miami Dolphins under Mike McDaniel. Um, we all know uh, the Buffalo Bills have dominated this matchup, I believe. Um, Josh Allen is 7-1 against the Dolphins. He has performed extremely well. Um, but again, this is not, you know, well, this doesn't look like, you know, the, the Dolphins of, you know, the past couple of years. Um, they are 2-0. They have an electric offense. They have a defense that looks really good. Um, and again, I think this is a real opportunity. And Mike McDaniel alluded to that. It's an opportunity to see how you measure up with the best. I, I got to ask you, as our resident historian, is this the biggest game matchup in recent franchise history i know in the past couple of years the dolphins have had some games where if they win it they're in the playoffs they went a playoff berth but in terms of the magnitude and the opportunity to really like change the perception of a team of a player of you know the franchise i mean can you recall such like a a, a big matchup but i know it's week three but can you recall yeah. a, a, it's, a matchup it's the, it's the biggest early season matchup i think i can i i can remember in a in a long time um, you know, 2000, 2009, I know they, they were division champs. They come in, they played, uh, where they played the Colts, I think the home opener. And that wasn't it. That was, and, and also later that's, they played the, also played the Jets, like maybe game six or so. I think both those were on Monday night football and, there was kind of this feeling of, okay, we're going to, we're really going to see where this team is and how this team is and how good this team is. And they, cause they were coming off a division championship season. Um, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think it's a, like, it's the biggest early season thing for a while just to, as because there haven't been many games where you felt like, there were measuring stick games, but I say it, it, tur- it they turned into more yardstick games, like when your mama used to beat you behind with a yardstick, <laughs> you know, and, you know, that well, I think New England home opener back, right, I want to say 2011 or so, 2010, uh, 2011, I think, I think the one where Brady threw for like 500 and some y- yards, mm. uh, that, that was one of those seasons, okay, okay, the Dolphins, okay, you know, we're, we're right there with them. Okay, let's see. Are we right there with them? No, no, you're not. No. Um, so I think it might be the biggest ones that game. Uh, and biggest early season game since that game, you know? So, yeah, I mean, it, it, you look at how Buffalo's playing, and they're, they're not just the Super Bowl favorites. They're playing like 
the Super Bowl favorites. And they're playing like the Super Bowl favorites who just won a Super Bowl. Yeah. They're they're playing they're playing with that comp they're playing with the confidence and uh just smoothness of a defending Super Bowl champion that you usually see out of them. I mean they 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 on Monday night with the season opener against the Rams, they look like the defending Super Bowl yeah, champions. Yeah. The Rams look like the team I was just know, like, oh, to- they they go, oh, we gotta play the Super Bowl champion. Let's, right, let's see what right. we can do. They look like yeah. the team trying to get the come up. And then last night, I, whoa. They, 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 they hurt they hurt feelings. I mean, they they stuffed Derrick Henry. I mean, Derrick Henry hasn't had a good first two games as it is, but they stuffed Derrick Henry. Uh, you know, they Tennessee doesn't have any receivers, though, um, that scare you. And Dolphins have two, at least. And uh, so, yeah, this um, but they did what they needed to do against the team. Against that kind of team, they stuffed Derrick Henry, they shut down the passing game, and they put up a whole lot of points. And it didn't look like they it did, didn't break a sweat doing it. And the starters were on the, the starting quarterbacks on the bench in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Now, as much good. so when I, I was able to watch that, game, I was actually flying back from Baltimore. I had a late flight coming back from home. Um, so I was able to watch that game. But I will say that. If you're a Dolphins fan, I think the one thing about that game that makes you feel really good, you know, as crazy as that that week two game in Baltimore was, I think the one thing about the game that makes you feel more confident about this matchup is that in the first two weeks of the season, we saw the Dolphins win in two different ways. We saw week one where they really relied heavily on the defense. Then we saw week two where the offense has to put up a lot of points and a lot of points quickly, and they had no problem doing it. In the NFL, you have to win more often in week two. You have to more, you have to win more often in the week two fashion than in the week one fashion. So the fact that they were able to put up points and not even like the way it's, it's the way they put up points. It's like, I mean, some of those drives were like two, three minutes, 84 seconds, 87 seconds. I mean, the fact that they were able to score in bunches, I think was a very, very good sign. And, you know, throw out some of the blown coverages, the, the busted uh, busted assignments, they, they were able to take advantage of that and score, and you saw that explosiveness. If I'm the Dolphins, funny enough, after two games, the, the thing I'm most worried about is the defense. Because like I said before, um, in the first real test against an explosive offense, an explosive player, they seem like they were not ready to play. I mean, we talked all week long last week about are they going to blitz him? Are they going to do the cover zero? They did that. And again, they did not touch Lamar Jackson. I mean, there were some stats that says he threw all three of his touchdown passes against the blitz. There's some stats that say he threw two of them. Either way, he was very, very successful against the blitz. And with Byron Jones not being available for this game, I'm not sure if they have the horses in the back in the back in the in the back end of the secondary to constantly hold up. And we saw the Ravens exploit some matchups with the safeties and the tight ends. We all we all know what Stephon Diggs can do. He's had success against X in that matchup. Um, but conversely, I think that, you know, it's a short week for the Bills. They have some injuries. They had a scary injury with one of their cornerbacks. I'm not sure if he's going to be able to play. One of their safeties left with the neck injury. There are some injuries in the secondary too. So, I mean, I think this could, I mean, last week I was like, oh, this is going to be a low scoring game. I mean, this week I think it could be a high scoring game. We could see some of the, some of the uh, fireworks that we saw uh, last week. Um, you know, when you're looking at this game, the Dolphins win if what happens? I think if they turn, I think if they get, I want to say to get two turnovers. 
Oh, that's tough. Uh, I haven't been able to do that a lot against Josh Allen. No, he no. set up some crazy numbers against them. They get two turnovers, and I was going to also say in that Josh Allen's rushing total is, you know, it's more like three yards. It's like three or four yards a carry, not like you know ten. Um, I think they can move the ball on on Buffalo. I. Tennessee last night just just looked like a bad matchup. They didn't look like they had have any confidence in themselves. Uh, they're a team that works off. Okay, Derrick Henry's going to run the ball, and then we're going to work off that. Well, Derrick Henry couldn't run the ball, so yeah, you know they they, they had nothing to work off of. Um, Ryan Tannehill, um, you know, Tannehill's in what season eleven now. He's getting a little a little older. He, people forget he's. Used to be a pretty good athlete, and it's just last night. It just looked like he's now just a kind of a a big, a big, you know, big quarterback uh, with not that big an arm. It just, I, I, I didn't. They just looked like a bad matchup. I think that the Dolphins offensively match up well with the, the Bills' defense. Um, well, they can match up. They can match up well. Well, I, well, I think they can match up because of the injuries in the secondary. Right. But I think that this is the best pass rush that the Dolphins are going to face. I mean, the Bills, the Bills do not blitz, but they're very successful getting to the quarterback without blitzing. So they can put right. seven guys in coverage and get good coverage on the back end and get great pressure up front, which, I mean, late in that game, it was pitch and catch with two, I mean, and his receivers. I mean, the right. Ravens weren't able, to, weren't able to pressure him at all. So I think that the offensive line has been kind of one of the biggest surprises of the first two weeks. Again, as part of the overall litmus test, we're going to see, all right, was this offensive line, has it really improved or is it kind of maybe just getting taken advantage of some matchups that were a little more favorable to them? And, and I want to end things that can slow a pass, a great pass rush down. Um, obviously, screens, traps, draws, misdirection. I want to yeah. see if Mike McDaniel comes out, you know, comes out and throws some of that early on at the Bills just to get him thinking just a tad, just to slow him down, just a tad. And, you know, why not? Because yeah, yeah you, Von, you know, Von Miller, you know, Jordan Phillips has turned into a player and I'm sure the Dolphins fans are just like, oh, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. That, that's, that's a tremendous pass rush. And which is one of the keys to winning in the NFL is if you can get pressure with your front four and obviously they can, but I think the Dolphins have the ability to, with those kind of plays, not just slow the pass rush, but get big plays. Yeah, get the yak. Yeah, get the yak. You know, you know, know, screen and moster. You know, uh, you know, Edmonds on a misdirection. You know, just get the um, do things that can either can slow that pass rush down just a little bit early, just to get them thinking a little bit early, and then give you give you a little bit of time for things to work uh downfield and which you know no it doesn't even do that far downfield yeah. but i but i really do think you on the other side of the ball they have to i think they have to get some short i think i want to see them get some quick you know turnovers it's just you know make it make it a little easier on the offense for, for you know um you know, get those. Those are such valuable plays. I mean, you, you 
you, it's not often you lose a game. If you get a, you know, pick six, fumble return for a touchdown, uh, a couple of short field touchdowns, you don't often lose those games. I'm not sure the Ravens. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, right, right. But, um, but yeah, I, I, and I think, I think also Josh Allen still, boy. He's looking good. Man. I want to see. I want to. I want to see him again. I want to like he's he's gotten so much better than he originally was. I, but I do want to see him again in a tight late game situation. I mean, we um, saw him last year against uh, the divisional round game. Divisional round Kansas City. I mean, we, right? saw, we saw him do that. Yeah, he, I, he, he he did not flinch in that moment. Right. He's and but I think the Dolphins' defense is better than KC's. Um. That that is true, but it's it's matchup oriented. And again, I mean, they've they blitzed Josh Allen. He's I think that they're a little more successful when they blitz him as opposed to not blitzing him. My thing is like if you blitz at the wrong time, you get burned. And that's my word. I mean, we I remember the week, was it the week eight game or so where they like they, they lost, they kind of bookend the, the losses. You know, they, they had the week two loss against the Bills at home, and then they had the week eight loss before the um for the trade deadline. And it's like they flipped something with the defense. They were blitzing more, and they had a little bit more success. But, you know, after a while, they were able to counteract those blitzes. And, again, in the secondary, I just wonder, like, are they able to hold up? If the, if the front four, if Emmanuel Agba, if, uh, if Emmanuel Agba, Jalen Phillips, Melvin Ingram, if those guys can't get to Josh Allen without blitzing, without the exotic looks, I worry that, you know, he's just going to sit back there. He'll take the hits. I mean, he'll take those hits, he'll struggle oh, yeah. out some guys like Ben Roethlisberger, and he'll throw or he'll make the pass. Um, if they can't get to him and get to him quickly, I don't know if the Dolphins have the secondary right now to hold up. They, they were able to kind of get away with it in, in, in week two, not really because they did give up some big plays. X gave up some plays. Some of the safeties gave up some plays. I don't know if this offense – I mean, I'll put it this way. You're not going to win this game if you give up 38 points again. I mean, that it, it's not happening again. You know, the, yeah. the, the Bills' defense is too and- good. And, and that type of situation. Um, and, uh, but, you know, they, nothing is the Dolphins also, you know, kind of the, I mean, obviously the special teams against Baltimore, they kind of lost that battle. You got to win the little battles in these types of games. Right. And that's, and that's something you want to see them do. Um, yeah. And I don't know if that, I, I kind of like, but like, the look of Buffalo special teams last night. Um, but so I don't know. It, let's it'll be interesting to see see uh, it is a measuring game, a measuring stick game. They lose if and you know if they you know if they get if they get drilled, okay. Well, it's still only one loss, and you know, Buffalo's playing really well. They're three and oh, but it's it's a long season. Yeah. And um, there have been a lot of teams that looked really good in September, and they look as good. We're, and we're not we're not around December, not around to play in January. Yeah. Um, and you know, I've I saw I've seen you know in these Dolphins Bills games, specifically, but the one I'm thinking about, 1990, the Bills came in here. Uh, you could tell they were a team on the rise, and the Dolphins just hammered them, just just thirty to seven. Mm-hmm. And if you looked at those two teams, you thought, okay, you know, boy, the Dolphins are really on the come. Well, by the end of the season, uh, the Dolphins were a playoff team and the Bills were a Super Bowl team. And they, you know, beat the Dolphins over the 
at the end of the season for the regular season title, then beat them again in the playoffs. Um, so yeah, it's this is a big game, but kind of you know, let's really realize it for what it is. It's just a statement on where these teams are right, right now. now. Yeah. And you know, where these where they are right now, you know, may definitely not be where they are by Christmas or by New Year's. Yeah. I mean, so, even even last week I was saying that I was like, I think the those are the, the Ravens and the Dolphins are two teams who we could see the best version of those two teams in a couple of months. Right. Um, and, I, and I still do believe that. And but the one of the big things when we talked about this in our season pre the I think the last podcast for the season preview, before the season started, rather. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to tiebreakers now. Yeah, you gotta win. Yeah, like they they, they got a good this, start because they is, beat the they beat was the Patriots, they beat the Ravens. This is another one of those games where it's like, this all right, an, this is another this can help this you down big the line. one. This is your division record, this is your conference record. Yeah. Uh, the Dolphins won that 2008 uh division title on the fifth tiebreaker the fifth tiebreaker uh and like the pivotal the pivotal games were the patriots like maybe the third or fourth game after brady they lost brady got hammered by the chargers on a sunday night football game and like a week later or week later two weeks earlier the dolphins had beaten the chargers yeah and that wound up those two games wound up being the difference between the two dolphins win the division go to the playoffs patriots you know, 11 and five, but they're, but they were home. And so that game last week, very, you know, excited as well, great comeback. And it might wind up being, that could wind up being the game that puts the Dolphins in the playoffs. And this game, you know, also could be one of the games, game that you down the road, you win it. Okay. You know, maybe by the end of the season, you know, Buffalo's looking even better and maybe you're, you know, but still, it could be the game that gives the Dolphins a division, or get, or puts them in the playoffs for by conference record, or yeah. you know, the one of the those convoluted tiebreakers the NFL comes up with or has, you know. Um, but so yeah, this is this is a very interesting game. It's a big game, very you know, very excited. Um, you know, as soon as I finish work, grab some couch and. Uh, you know, check it out. And uh, yeah. So with cool. all that being said, we got to get a score prediction. We got to get a score prediction. We, I'll start first. Okay. I'll wrestle back and forth. <laughs> I made a, I made a last minute uh, adjustment to my, to my week two pick. I had the, I had the Ravens at first, then I went to the Dolphins. I'm doing that again. I'm flip-flopping again. I had the Dolphins in my preseason predictions. But I'm going Bills. I just think, again, um, when you look at the records, look at the stats, you know, you have to – can't look at it on the surface. You got to – you know, you gotta, there's nuance. Not everything is created equal. Right. Um, I see an offense that I think has – we saw that – we saw their peak potential in the fourth quarter. But are we going to get that type of performance week in and week out? No. Do they need that week in, week out to win? I don't think so. But I think facing a Bills defense that's a lot better – and the Ravens' defense, uh, defense, albeit some injuries on Buffalo side that we got to monitor this week, I think that they'll be able um, to kind of neutralize that offense to an extent. And on the flip side, it's almost like what kind of what I said with the Ravens' offense: like I got to see you stop. I got, I see, I got to see you, you know, beat 
the, the Dolphins covered zero before I give you the credit. All right, Ravens did that. Conversely, I got to see the Dolphins defense rise up to the occasion and stop Josh Allen before I really believe it. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen anything in the first two weeks that leads me to believe that they're going to be able to stop them that much. But again, I mean, I think that even some of these recent matchups with the Bills have maybe maybe the score hasn't been indicative of, of um, the actual game that it was. Like I remember the week eight game last year where the first half and really the first three quarters, they were able to really control and limit Josh Allen and that Bills offense. But, you know, you got a couple of bad breaks your way. The Bills make some plays and then the game kind of gets broken open. Um, you know, again, I think that it's, it's a game where if they keep it within like 24 to 27, the Dolphins offense could be good enough. If they're performing at their best, they could be good enough, you know, to score a little bit more and eke out a win. But I just think maybe there's not, not a little ready yet. Again, I think that there's a lot of week to week overreaction. We talk about overreaction Monday, everyone's saying, you know, two is an MVP candidate. The Dolphins are Super Bowl contenders. It's a great, great game, great fourth quarter, but you know, you gotta you gotta maintain that consistency in. Um, but yeah, I think there's maybe a little bit of overreaction to that, to that brilliant fourth quarter. The Bills are just operating at a completely different level on all phases of the ball. And, and I think, you know, it's kind of levels to it. You know, maybe the Dolphins aren't ready yet. I think the Bills come away with the win. Uh I'll take the I'll take the Bills like 34-24, something like that. Um they've I've, you know, looking at their first two games, they looked better than I thought they would. Um, I don't think the competition was necessarily the best. Uh, you know, the Rams didn't look that great this, in week two either. Uh, and like I said, the Titans don't, eh, you know. So, they don't move it, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, uh, they're definitely not looking Titanic unless you're talking about the ship. So, um so, but I, I think they're they are they are playing very well. Unless and until you see something different, they're they're clearly looking like the best team in the league right now, and uh, they're clearly playing with just a lot of confidence and a lot of just they've got it going. I think they're at, and I think they will be able to come up with a pass rush in the fourth quarter. Always a key, and so that's why I say thirty four twenty four. I I don't I don't think the Dolphins will get rolled the way the Rams and the Titans did, um, but I also I, I see the Dolphins moving the ball, playing you know offensively having a day somewhere between week one and week two, yeah. and um, you know it could come down to it's you know you know boring coach speak it could come down to who gets the two turnovers. Or gets two or three turnovers. Now, then it get, then it get, you know, who knows? The Dolphins won the turnover battle last week, and you know, or the Ravens won the turnover battle last week, and you know, what did that matter at the end? Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll go with Buffalo thirty-four twenty-four. Gotcha. So we're both rolling with the Bills, not siding with the home team, but um, again, I think that I think that. Again, this team is going to be a hard out week in and week out. Yeah. I think that regardless of the outcome, we'll see that in week three. Um, that brings us to the end of another edition of the Dolphins in Depth podcast. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Reminder, subscribe to the Miami Hero YouTube page, like, share, comment, all that good stuff. It is going to be a fun one on Sunday. I will be in attendance. I'll be covering that. Make sure to stay uh, locked on MiamiHero.com, Miami Herald for all your up-to-date Dolphins news. Um, and we'll be back next week 
Tuesday to recap another weekend of Dolphins football. But until then, you guys take care. See ya. Bye, y'all.